0: Every state has a highest point. Some are a real challenge to get to, like Mount Rainier in Washington State, which is tall, yes, with a peak at 14,410 feet above sea level, or almost two vertical miles above the surrounding terrain. But it's also glacial, making the peak seem more like something you'd find in Alaska. Blizzards aren't uncommon, even in August. And there can be high winds throughout the year. And then there's Denali, formerly known as Mount McKinley, which is actually in Alaska and is the highest mountain peak in North America at 20,310 feet above sea level. Hiking either of these mountains can take days and some serious mountaineering experience. But when there's a challenge, you'll find people crazy enough to take that challenge and elevate it. Because it wouldn't be enough to just climb one of these mountains, there are people who have the goal of reaching the highest point in all 50 states. This sport is known as high-pointing. And while high-pointing can certainly take adventurers to the peaks of dangerous and spectacular mountains, it can also lead people to much less standout locations in pursuit of completing all 50 states. And here's where Rhode Island comes into the picture. I'm Sarah, and you're listening to Weird Island. Each week, I'll be telling you about the strangest stories I can dig up from my tiny little state of Rhode Island. And this week, we're hiking to Rhode Island's tallest point, Jeremoth Hill. Listener Jen recently wrote to ask if I'd heard of high pointing, and I hadn't, but I am familiar with Rhode Island's highest point. Unfortunately, Jennifer wasn't. Here's what she wrote. A few months ago, I heard someone in Mass, where my family lives, talking about how they had a goal to visit the highest point in every state. Curious, I looked up Rhode Island's point point and thought it would make a fun pandemic hike for me and my boyfriend. Perhaps you already see where this is going. I did nothing but look up the location and then we planned to go on a Saturday. The day before, I got more curious and looked up pictures. Imagine my surprise when I realized it wasn't a hike at all, but rather a drive up a hill and a walk over in the woods a bit. Rhode Island's highest point is Jaramoth Hill, located off Route 101 in Foster, way out on the outskirts of the state, about a half mile from Connecticut. And Jeremoth Hill? It definitely isn't a hike. To ascend the summit, there is a 0.3 mile walk with a whopping 10 feet of elevation gain. While Denali is 20,310 feet above sea level, Jeremoth Hill is 812 feet above sea level. It's not the lowest, highest point. That honor goes to Florida's Britton Hill, which is a measly 345 feet above sea level. But it is the fifth lowest. After Florida, there's Delaware, Louisiana, Mississippi, and then Rhode Island. But the truth is, that while Jeremoth Hill isn't much to climb, for many years it was actually considered to be one of the most challenging high points to access in the United States. But it had nothing to do with the environment, and everything to do with its neighbors. Or one neighbor in particular. And his name was Henry Richardson. But some people called him the Madman of Jeremoth Hill. Up until the early 2000s, hikers couldn't access the summit, if you will, because the only path crossed Richardson's driveway, and he was not interested in letting people through. Not only did he put up no trespassing signs, but he installed a security system that alerted him every time someone entered his property. Highpointers shared stories of harrowing experiences with the madman of Jeremoth Hill, saying he would come out with a gun And yell about shooting the high pointers. Others claimed they had close encounters with his dogs. Some neighbors would keep an eye out, and when two high pointers tried accessing the hill in the middle of the night, they found themselves forced to the ground at gunpoint by two of those vigilant neighbors. For many years, the Jeremoth Hill Peak was owned by Brown University. They used the site for astronomy observations because it provided a great view of the skies without the light pollution of Providence. And to some extent, they also had an interest in keeping people away from the hill, where they stored some expensive equipment. At one point, their lawyers thought they had the answer to everyone's problems. They recommended closing the summit on the grounds that Brown would be liable should someone fall off. Unfortunately, they didn't realize there was nothing to fall off of. Eventually, Richardson's son worked out a deal which allowed high pointers to access the property four days out of the year so they could complete their 50. But Henry still wasn't happy about it on those four days. In 2001, Richardson passed away, and the property was purchased by a more understanding owner who began allowing daily access. They eventually gave the land to the state, and Brown sold the summit to the state as well. So today, Rhode Island's highest point can be easily accessed by anyone who'd like to cross a high point off their list. Honestly, while it was definitely a challenge back in the day to see the peak, likely Richardson's cantankerous antics were a little exaggerated. It turns out those vicious dogs who chased trespassers off his land were two little white fluffy things. If you're intrigued by the idea of high-pointing, there's an actual club you can join, the High Pointers Club, which was created in 1986 when High Pointer Jack Longacre wrote to Outside Magazine that he'd like to meet and correspond with others who had the same mission he did. Today, the club has over 2,000 members, and 305 of those are known to have completed all 50 states. At least five of the 50 completers, as they're called, chose Rhode Island as their 50th and final peak. Kind of an underwhelming way to wrap up that incredible task. There are all kinds of unofficial records listed on the club's website. Like the first person to complete all 50 in 1966, or the fastest person to complete all 50 in 21 days, nine hours and 47 minutes. Then there's the youngest at 12 years old and the oldest at 78. And my actual unironic favorite record is the slowest to complete all 50. It took hiker Mike Bialos 52 years and 10 minutes to reach all 50 summits. And I really mean that it's my favorite, because I love that he was passionate enough to commit to doing something for that long. Right now, you might be feeling inspired to set out in search of the highest point in every state, or at least in the state's nearest you. Or you may be asking yourself, what's the point? But according to Jack Longacre, founder of the High Pointers Club, if you have to ask the question, you'll never understand the answer. Thank you so much for listening. You might have noticed that today's episode was another short one. I wanted to let you all know that the next couple of weeks are going to be extra busy for me. I'll be taking some time to travel and spend time with family while also balancing my day job. So episodes may be a little off cadence, but I promise I'm still here making content. Thank you so much to Jen, who graciously agreed to let me share her story, saying, Hopefully my hike aspirations inspire love and the proper expectations for our ocean-level state. If you have a story, I'd love to hear it. You can email me or send me a recorded voice memo at weirdrhodeisland@gmail.com. gmail.com. See you next week as we dig up more stories about all things weird and wonderful in the little state of Rhode Island. Until next time.